Well, hello there, Chris. Hello, Tim. How are you? I'm doing well. Summer is here in Texas, which means I will be staying in for the next four months. How <laughs> how are things in in the Philadelphia area? Summer also hit Philadelphia in a big way this week. It was definitely one of those pea soup outside uh, walking around. So uh, same thing inside for the foreseeable future. Although we also have Sixers fever, of course. So that's Six- that's carrying us along. Big time, big time. I, I My roots are still firmly planted in Philadelphia. So go Sixers. Hey, we have a results show for Hall of Songs right now to get to. We have some interesting news on this one. I'm not going to spoil it. Let's just get into it. Welcome, music lovers and loyal listeners, to Hall of Songs. This is the results show for the fifth round of voting that we have put together for this great podcast, which tries to determine the greatest songs of all time. I'm Tim Malcolm. I'm Chris Jones. Chris, how are we doing today? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Interesting results this week, huh? Yeah, interesting results. We have some big news with this one. Folks, you failed. You all failed. You and didn't, we blame you. You didn't. Yep, you, you're the ones who voted, so we blame you entirely. This is the first time we regret to say that after a round of voting, zero songs have been inducted into the Hall of Songs. That's right. We had 26 nominees, and not one of them got into the Hall of Songs. Off the top, how does that make you feel, Chris? Oh, it's a little disappointing. Uh, We'll talk more as we go through the songs and what the votes they got about, you know, where our disappointment lies. Um, But, uh, you know, I I think it's it was an interesting year. A lot of really good songs. But maybe that's that maybe that's the case. It was just too many good songs. So the votes got pretty spread out. It definitely makes me worried about the future here because we're going to have so many more songs that everybody knows and that have been thought of as great songs going down the line here. So as we get into the 60s, especially, we'll see what happens and we're going to diligently watch. And if we have to tweak some things, we will, as we've done in the past, because this is an entertaining podcast. We want to get songs into this Hall of Songs that we've created. So we'll keep a watchful eye on it. But nevertheless, I think you're right. This was one of those uh, voting rounds where there were a lot of good songs and it didn't seem like there was one that was just a cut above the rest. Now, before we get into the songs that didn't make it into the Hall of Songs, let's just briefly go over what we do. Every episode, starting with 1951, we go through up to 12 songs that we think are worthy of our fake Hall of Fame, the Hall of Songs. We talk about those 12 nominees, and then we let you vote. Our website, Hall of Songs, is where you go for about a week. You go there, you vote for up to 10 songs to get into the Hall of Songs from the ballot of that round, and then we come back with a results show the Friday before our next episode. So that's what this is right now, the results show for the fifth round. And the results for the fifth round, again, you messed up. You messed up. You messed up. I still love you guys. Still all love all of our listeners. I think our listeners need to start colluding with each other. We have no, we won't see it. You know, email each other, whatever, start some message board that we can't see and go and coordinate votes to make sure you guys get a couple in. And if you do that, why don't you just like give us a good review on Apple Podcasts too while you're at yes, it? Yes, do I, that as well. I'm always looking for the reviews on Apple Podcasts and the five-star ratings. Why don't we get into it then? So 
Usually we start this episode with what song got into the hall of songs. And I do this stupid drum roll sound. And then we have the song, (laughs) Chris, what song was the first that didn't get into the hall of songs? (laughs) That would be uh, what I say by Ray Charles, 1959. got about 60 percent of the vote uh very close but not close enough and what we have instituted in the past is if a song is one vote away from actually getting in so say if it's like 66.2 percent or 65.9 percent depending on how many people voted if it is one vote away we will then come together chris and i and give it a golden vote which is basically a powerful one time doesn't affect anything else but that one song kind of a vote and we say yay or nay, basically, on if the song should actually get in. What I say did not even get to that point, 60%. Um, real quick, because it was a little bit more ahead of the other songs. Uh, are you surprised about what I say being a little bit off? Did you think that maybe it should have gotten in? It's funny. I, my initial reaction was I didn't necessarily think it would be. I sort of probably had it in the 50 to 60% category. And then reading more, I saw that like Rolling Stone actually had this in the top 10 of its 500 best songs of all time. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. Um, you know, so I guess I can't say I'm shocked, uh, maybe slightly disappointed, but uh, you know, I'd say to the listeners who are listening to this before you vote 1960, go listen to it again and uh, you know, give it an honest, uh, honest re-listen. Yeah, it can always get in on the second ballot, the third ballot, the fourth ballot. As long as it stays in, of course, with the voting rules, if a song goes under 35% of the ballots cast, then it is out of Hall of Songs voting from that point on. But if a song gets 66.67% or two-thirds of all the ballots, it gets into the Hall of Songs. So that's how we do it here. Um, so 60% doesn't quite cut it. The next song that missed out is Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. And that got somewhere around 56% of the vote. So a little bit off there. Um, I thought that was about right for Mac the Knife. I'm hoping it gets in at some point and it might have a really tough uh, climb going forward, but it's a great song. We've talked about how wonderful that recording is. And it just, you know, obviously doesn't cut the mustard this time. Do you think it has a chance going forward? I'm not sure. I was actually pleasantly surprised by how well it did in this one i sort of thought we we both talked on the 1959 episode about how much we love it but i sort of thought that was sort of expressing our personal views and not necessarily something that was going to carry over to everybody so i was glad it did as well as it did uh i wouldn't be surprised if this is the highest vote total that it gets and i wouldn't be overly disappointed with that because again even though it's i personally like it i I was surprised it did as well as it did so uh, you know, again, a, a pleasant surprise on that one, I guess. And if that one would have come in third behind two songs that got in, I would have been really happy. We next had in third place, Wake Up Little Susie by the Everly Brothers in its third year on the ballot with uh, 52%. And that was tied with Shout by the Isley Brothers at 52% as well. So both of those songs uh, registering pretty well. I was, we had talked after every show, we don't talk about like what we think is going to get in on the air in the podcast but after the podcast, we, we finished, we talked about, you know, what songs do we think might get, might get in? And I said shout, and I think you even agreed with me that it maybe was the most popular one and the one that kind of had the most juice on it. 
I really thought it would get in and kind of convincingly, and it looked that way to start. It was on almost every ballot for the first, I would say, you know, dozen plus ballots. Um, and that's, you know, very early read, right? Like that's not even like close to like anywhere near a percentage that will get you in, but at least it showed me that it was performing very well on the ballots. It, it, it almost got on every one in the beginning and then it just completely tanked. And for, I would say like two or three days in a row of ballots, it wasn't on any ballot at all. And I went to Chris emailing him cause we go back and forth a lot. And I'm like, what the hell's going on with this song right now? Like what do people hate shout all of a sudden? Is there like an anti shout group on the internet? That's like voting and mass right now. So I do have a theory about shout. And my thought is that uh, it may have been, you know, the people who are going and, you know, voting based on the names of the songs, maybe gave the, the episode a listen, but didn't do a really deep dive into the songs and sort of were thinking of shout, you know, as like a wedding song or something that they've just heard a ton of times and not necessarily giving it a, you know, a, a sort of a fresh listen, because I really think it sort of stood out as a really good song. And I will admit, though, when we were putting together the show notes for 59, I was kind of thinking, oh, shout, I know that song. And then it's like you start to listen to the players like, man, this is really good. Yeah. It's not only like, you know, it's about five minutes long. It's got the two parts to it. And it does really, you know, it really sort of I don't want to say it holds up well, but it was like ahead of its time. And it's a great. And But I do think that at least anecdotally i talked to some people who i'm not even sure voted but just sort of like just sort of about songs and what we what i was sort of thinking and their reaction was kind of like oh yeah shout that's pretty good you know but it was almost like it was kind of like we know that from weddings or we know that from you know high school dances or things like that it, that it's almost sort of a background you know background track to a rock musical not something that is like you know such a standout single like it was a really interesting test case for a lot of songs that we're going to have coming up uh i mean really for the rest of the podcast life that songs that you've heard so many times that it's almost like you hear it you're like oh that one okay i know exactly how that goes i wonder how those kinds of songs will do as we go forward in the podcast because we're going to have those kinds of songs on here as well so it'll be interesting to see um let's go through the next big batch of songs here uh we'll start uh with the fifth place song at around 48 percent Elvis continues to hang around there. It's jailhouse rock. And then a whole bunch of songs uh, came through at about 45% and uh, are still kind of hanging around. Those are Tutti Frutti by Little Richard, Roll Over Beethoven by Chuck Berry, That'll Be the Day by Buddy Holly, I guess the Crickets, Dream Lover by Bobby Darren is there as well, and I Only Have Eyes for You by the Flamingos. Anything about those songs that stick out? Um, I would say no, those are, that's kind of where I expected those. There was one song that we'll talk about later in 1959 that I thought might've been around that group and was sort of lower than, you know, ended up lower than where I thought it would be. Tutti Frutti continues to hang around and, 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 and it has an interesting life right now on the ballot. It started with about 54% the first time around. It was on the first very first, first actual round of voting. And it, that's a good number to have, right? To start. Cause you're thinking, okay, maybe it'll, maybe it'll find its way in at some point. And then it goes down to 41%. Then it goes down to nearly out of the ballot completely at 35.2%. So just made it in. 
The fourth time out, it went all the way up to 60%. So that was the last line of voting. We thought, oh my God, Tutti Frutti might actually get in now. And now it goes back down to 45 and 45, 46%. So Tutti Frutti is having this very interesting life here. I don't know if it's ever going to get back to where it was before, but um, I give it a lot of credit for hanging around, which is uh, more than you can say, you know, for any other song that's really been on this ballot. Yeah, I kind of thought it might drop a little bit after Good Golly Miss Molly got in. Uh, you know, sort of like people like people who think, okay, we got a little Richard song in, maybe shift their votes elsewhere. Yeah, we're still waiting for that artist to get two songs into the battle, yeah. uh, to, to the whole song. To know just what to do, to rock to the east, to rock to the west, but she's the girl that I love best. Next chunk of songs, uh, we have Hound Dog, which uh, stuck around with about 44% on its fourth year on the ballot. La Bamba and Lonely Teardrops, both in their second year. And then There Goes My Baby, just behind that with about 42% in its first year on the ballot. And the final two songs to just stay in on the ballot for the next time out, both with about 37, 38%. We have Bye Bye Love by the Everly Brothers, and it's still there. The Great Pretender <laughs> is still hanging out. Congratulations to, what is that, the Platters? Is that right? Yeah. I, I'm forgetting at this point who, who does. I'm just thinking of it as the Tim Raines of our ballot. So It, it is the Tim Raines, yeah. Uh, so both both doing very, very, uh, they're, they're, they're hanging in. They're hanging in. Anything about that group? No, I mean, that seems about right. Other, again, than other than the Great Pretender hanging on, which is, I, I am surprised by that. I, that wouldn't have been. I would not have been surprised to see that fall behind below the threshold in any of its five times on the ballot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're getting toward the, the 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 end of the Great Pretender. Although we could be wrong, and it could come right back up into the fifties or something next time out. We'll see what happens. But certainly, an interesting mix of songs all the way through. Um, let's get into the songs that are out, the ones that got eliminated. I think what ten songs got eliminated. That seems to be the number every time out that get taken out. Uh, why don't you start with the first group there? Sure. We've got a couple that were tied with about exactly one third summertime blues and money. That's what I want. I'll say money. That was the one that I I didn't see that getting in or really close, but I thought that one might be kind of the middle of the pack, like up there. Like I was surprised that that one was so far behind uh, dream lover. And I only have eyes for you because it was in its first year. I thought it might just, you know, it might get a few more votes than that. That's also like the first Motown song that people know. So it, it right, is and it's very well known. And again, I would have yeah. figured that there's a reaction to the name. People think that they, you know, you, you see that in, uh, you know, it, it, it immediately gets into your head. After that, we have El Paso by Marty Robbins that got uh, 25% of the vote. And then a bunch after that in the 20s, Yakety Yak, 20 Flight Rock. And don't let go. All got around twenty to twenty-three percent. Those were the ones that we added in uh, via the Veterans Committee in the middle of uh, the whole process. So they were one and done, which, which I guess makes sense for that kind of thing. And then finally, with about twenty-one percent of the vote, White Lightning by George Jones. I'm a little surprised it got. I, I kind of think maybe it should have stayed in just barely. 
I think I I'll admit I did it. some lobbying for White Lightning, trying to keep it on for the extra for, you know, for one extra vote. I, I didn't think it would necessarily get to the 35 percent. Uh, I just think it's an incredible, incredible song, even if it's not necessarily what I think we're looking for in the Hall of Songs here. It's just sort of what it meant for country music, its influence on some of what was to come next, both in country and in rock music. So, you know, I am disappointed to see it go, but, uh, you know, not surprised. He brewed white lightning till the sun went down And then you fill him a jug and he'd pass it around Mighty, mighty pleasing, pack his corn squeezing and wrapping up at the bottom we have uh with about 19 percent stagger lee and peter gunn and then at the bottom uh come softly to me are uh the last of the 1959 entries any surprises down there no uh only stagger lee kind of closing off on such a low note is a little disappointing i think stagger lee is a great little song but I can, I can understand why it kind of fell off. There's a lot of other songs that just kind of tower over it in other ways. Peter Gunn, I mean, it, it seems like at this point, instrumentals are going to really have a tough climb to get even close to the Hall of Songs. We've had a bunch of instrumentals so far on the ballot, and they just have never really performed well. And then Come Softly to Me by the Fleetwoods. That one was our last second addition to the 59 group. And we I think we took out a song to get that in. And I lobbied for it pretty hard because it has this very lo-fi, not just sound, but it has a lo-fi existence. It was kind of the first song to really be done in such a way that sort of precedes a lot of the recording that happens today. And they didn't, they didn't see that way. They didn't see the future, but that's just how it went off. But I, you know, that's a song that people just, I don't think know that well. And so that's one of the reasons why it doesn't get in. I, we're going to really see an interesting you know, the next really from now on, we're going to see a lot of songs that we just all know because we've heard them so many times on radio or whatever. And it'll be really interesting to see how those songs all perform against one another. Yeah. And I'm with you on come softly with me. I think that, uh, uh, I was not surprised to see it coming at the bottom. I just hope a couple of people who did not, who are not familiar with that song anyway, checked it out and listened to it a little bit. Cause I liked it quite a bit. I was, you know, I'm glad that was sort of a discovery for me as well. So those were the results from the fifth round of voting. Again, no songs got into the Hall of Songs. We do have songs in the Hall of Songs. I swear we do. Six, I believe, are in right now. They are Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and his Comets. Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. You Send Me by Sam Cooke. Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. And Good Golly Miss Molly by Little Richard. If you would like a song to join those in that Hall of Songs, you should vote. Listen to our podcast and then start voting. The second that podcast drops, our podcast comes out every two Sundays. So go to our website, hallofsongs.com, and vote for up to 10 songs on the ballot, the ones you think belong in the Hall of Songs. Whether they're your favorite songs or not, these are the ones that we want that you think are the greatest of them all. The ones that you think, no, these are the ones that go above the rest. They're the ones that belong in. So go to hallofsongs.com and vote for those songs there. We will then come out with a results show about a week and a half after we start voting. And then we will have the next episode a couple of days after that. And if there's something you think needs to be nominated, email us hallofsongspod.com. Listen to us on any podcast app you can find, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Amazon, all that stuff. 
tell your friends to listen to us as well. Please go to the iTunes store and leave us a five-star rating. And if so inclined, please leave us a review. The reviews really help people uh, find us. They help us help other people discover the podcast. And as we've been saying for a couple episodes, if you leave us a review and you ask us to listen to something and discuss it on the pod, we will. So I think we're going to save up a couple of those and we'll have a, hopefully a bonus episode with a couple, uh, you know, music reviews of suggestions from listeners. Please make those music reviews diverse. Please make them things that aren't just the same artist or the same album or whatever. Be, be, think about the full spectrum of the music listening experience when you're doing that, please. Just that's my, that's my uh, ask of you. We will be back in just a few days if you're listening to this live or close to live with the next episode of Hall of Songs, which will tackle the songs of 1960. That's right. We're going into a new decade, which means a lot of really cool things that are happening in music and across America and the world. And my God, so much to talk about. This is Hall of Songs. I am Tim. I'm Chris. See you next time. Wanna go for